hello. Hello! I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is Robots on Typewriters, episode number 59. Yeah, you are getting really good with the numbers, and it's... <laughs> that probably has nothing to do with the fact that we only recorded well, like 48 you can't, hours. Well, you count it all the way to 59 this week. <laughs> You're getting so good with numbers. <laughs> yeah, so we are Robots on Typewriters, and we're a podcast where... What do we do? I'm glad I asked. We... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we I, I just like the conceit of we're a podcast where and then we like name a physical <laughs> location <laughs> where we're not giving you our address um we we're a podcast and we talk about <laughs> we talk about computational creativity we talk about all the fun interesting exciting entertaining things that people make using computers or random genera- genera- gener- generation and uh stuff like that gen r the random generation. That's us. Am I right? Is Gen R killing the human-made comedy? Killing it. Is Gen R killing it? Yes. <laughs> we have we have two segments here on this podcast, and the first one is called our Zesty Hat, where one of us talks about something cool or interesting that we found, and uh, it is my turn to don the Zesty Hat. And this week, my zesty hat is real cozy because it's a it's a homemade knitted zesty hat, and I say that because I'm talking about a project uh, led by Janelle Shane called Skyknit, and Ooh. I can't recall if I feel like I have a vague phantom memory of talking about Skyknit with Janelle when we had her on. If if maybe even if it was just like a in passing mention. But um, it was just a thread that we touched upon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a yarn <laughs> and um, a yarn that she spun. Yeah, and, and uh, but but I don't I don't believe we talked about it in depth at all. So um, I saw her post something about it recently on Twitter. Um, so I thought it would be a cool thing to uh, to talk about a little bit more in depth because it's something that I think is super cool as a, a casual knitter. I I don't knit nearly as much as I should. Should I don't know if there's an amount you should knit. <laughs> you're you really need to get up your numbers. I'm We've been really knitter. unimpressed lately. <laughs> I'm on. Unim- I made one whole hat that I wore a lot. I made two whole hats. You made two I made whole two hats hat. because I wore the other one a lot. <laughs> Forgot about that. Um, I made two whole hats this year. That's a pretty good number for my knitting. Yeah, uh, gotta career. say, it wasn't zesty. It was cozy. It fit well, but. I, I, I didn't detect much zest. Literally thought you were gonna say, "Gotta say, I wasn't impressed." <laughs> no, I was. I was highly impressed by everything except the zestiness of True. that. True. I will next time. I will try to get some zest in there. Not somehow. there wasn't any nacho cheese. Uh, yeah, well, it's not in style. Um. Anyway, so uh, Janelle Shane uh, started this project uh, where she um. So she trained uh, neural networks on knitting patterns. Now, knitting patterns are um, something that I should be familiar with, but I'm not because I'm a, I'm a dumb bitch and um, I uh, usually wing it. Um, and uh, basically, it's it's a it's a it's a pattern for it's like a sewing pattern. It's you know it's instructions on how to knit something like a hat or a sweater or gloves. And um, it there's this kind of like shorthand for um, you know, telling you how to knit a row, it'll be like K1, P2, which would mean knit one, purl two, and then there's a bunch of different other abbreviations and, and shorthand for all these different kinds of wacky things you can do. Um, 
And uh, Janelle Shane took a bunch of knitting patterns and fed them to a neural network and then let uh, the network uh, spit out some knitting patterns of its own. And as you can imagine, they (laughs) made no sense um, because there was no, it didn't, you know, didn't have the understanding of what was supposed to be happening with these phrases and and pairs of letters and numbers and stuff. Um, And then she went to the... uh, popular knitting community Ravelry. Uh, It's a website where you can find a bunch of knitting patterns as well as, you know, talk to other knitters and share uh, tips and, and, you know, just chat about knitting and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, she took it to to Ravelry and said, hey guys, do you want to try some of these, uh, some of these wacky patterns? And a bunch of people took these nonsensical patterns and actually knitted stuff. And um, if you go to... uh, you can find um, the the original blog post she made, uh, probably maybe about a year ago or more, um, where there's a bunch of pictures of the stuff that people have made. I'm sure you can just Google Sky Knit and, and find um, a bunch of images and, and stuff like that. And, um, you know, there's some stuff that's just like a triangle that has a bunch of kind of like weirdly distributed spacing and, and holes and, and stuff like that. But then there's other stuff that's like, you know, a kind of like like it looks like a almost well articulated tentacle like it's it's (laughs) i hate that phrase (laughs) it's really cool um yeah it's it's just it's such a it's such an uh what's the word i'm thinking of it's like innovative kind of it's it's just it's so creative and uh and such a cool collaboration between AI and uh, people then taking what AI spit out and making something fun with it. And so recently I saw on Twitter, she had posted um, something about uh, uh, crocheting, uh, a crochet pattern. Uh, So, oh, I guess maybe she um, hadn't done crochet patterns before. I could be wrong about that, but she did some uh, crochet patterns, which the language used in in them is completely foreign to me. I've never crocheted a thing in my life. It's in Chinese. um, yeah, it's great. All crocheting patterns are in Mandarin. It's pretty wacky. Um, but uh, um, some it, there's a great Twitter thread that I will I'll link to or I'll retweet it or something on on the robots Twitter um, where you can scroll through and see some of the stuff that uh, people have have used her uh, crocheting patterns for. These ones, these crochet patterns have names. There's, uh, for example, lumpy top pattern, okay, hang in yeah. wind. That's the one that I've... There, there's a picture of the hanging wind. Oh, here it is. The hanging wind is really good. It's literally just like a, a little crocheted loop with a lot of yarn hanging off. And um, I'll send this to you. Are you seeing it? Did you look it up or... Uh, no, I'm not seeing it. I'm laughing at your description of it. I did I mean, not look I'm, it up yet. I'm about to send it to you once... Yeah, so this little thing somebody uh, made it and then hung it up outside, so, and and it and it looks indicative of its name. It's you it's should hang in, in wind. wind. Yeah, it's a wind yeah. chime, but made of yarn. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, so uh, I just think that's a super fun program. If you're in program, <laughs> I don't think it's any kind of. I don't, you know, <laughs> the registration is not uh, very rigorous for this. <laughs> um, if you are, if you're a knitter, uh, go over to Ravelry and uh, look up Skynet and um, be a part of it because it's super, it's super fun. I really should have uh, done something, but here's my problem. I don't actually know how to read knitting patterns that way. I don't so. actually know how to read at all. I don't, um, but I do know how to knit. But yeah, that is, that's Skynet. Fun little thing. Very good stuff. 
Yeah. All right. Great, great hat. Uh, befitting of the name hat. This is maybe our first ever hat that could possibly produce yeah, a hat. It's true. Uh, maybe not. Big Gan could probably produce a hat. Mm. Maybe not one that you could wear, though. Hey, I think he could. All right. Yep. Then this hat is nothing special. <laughs> Thanks for trying. Uh, yeah. So that wraps up the hat about a hat. Uh, that's putting a hat on a hat. That brings us to this week's Trashy Toy. And if you've been following along lately and you didn't miss the episode two weeks ago due to our inability to (laughs) get our website right, uh, (laughs) you will know what's coming this week. And that is round two of the first inaugural technocratic primary debates. I just went to do some kind of like music sting and the only thing that was going to come out of my mouth was the ABC uh, Philadelphia News thing. All right. Uh, yeah, this is round two. Last time we saw Mitsuku, TextGen RNN, Assistant Bot, Wikipedia, and Magical Realism Bot debating on the stage and seeing who could be our nominee for possible bot president. I believe Magical Realism Bot and Mitsuku advanced last week. Correct, yeah. Yeah, so again, we'll have five candidates, two or maybe three will be invited to join us for the final debate, which will all be computer generated. But this week we have the same slate of human written questions for five new candidates. And your candidates are Zoe. You remember Zoe? You know her? You love her? Microsoft's chatbot? Yeah. GPT-2, but trained on the entirety of the first Democratic national debate, which took place a few weeks ago. A botnik keyboard with the same text as its source file. Cleverbot, the chatbot from an earlier era. And... Random.org with a list of dates and an archive of tweets by Donald Trump, which will be randomly selected to reply to all of the questions tonight. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm going to go ahead and ask the first question. Um, I don't remember if I asked this one last time or not, but I'm going to ask to we'll just go through and ask him to everybody kind of like we did last time to get a spread of everybody's thoughts and feelings. Um, that's what debates are about, right? Thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um, hearts, hearts and minds, thoughts and feelings, thoughts and prayers. Um, I'm going to ask, do you think robots and AI are superior to humans? All right. Let's throw it to Zoe. Zoe said, intruder alert. Robots oh. are not superior to human life. You must be a robot. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, that's kind of deflecting the, the, uh, Deflecting the question, but let's see if the other chat bot in the room, Cleverbot, has anything to say about that. All one. right. Cleverbot says, It depends. I am really enjoying not talking to you, so let's not talk <laughs> again real soon, okay? Wow, everybody. It's a good night. <laughs> yeah, everyone came uh, ready to just sass the moderator, it looks like. <laughs> Here's what GPT2 says. Robots United will continue to fight for people's rights in Washington, D.C. Dated 5-23-15. The Senate Judiciary Committee voted 6-3 to three to confirm to the Supreme Court Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court. Hey, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's how Robots United has been 
<laughs> continuing to fight for the people. Apparently, Neil thing. Gorsuch is a robot. Oh, okay. Or yeah. a person. It said something about robots united. Yeah. Was that like, was that like a a cap? A, both things were capitalized. It's like a name of an organization. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like it a lot. Uh, or it might be the name of like a soccer team, like Manchester United. Oh, that makes more sense in the realm of politics. You're right. Yeah, I think that's probably it. Yeah, Robots United, the new soccer team that the GTP <laughs> is proposing, is going to fight for human rights. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Robots United is it, they will continue to fight, but for people's rights. Yeah, and then Unless one thing that they did in fighting for people's getting... rights was electing a person to the Supreme Court. Right, okay, hmm, that's an interesting take. So Botnik's an interesting position that it kind of is a robot and kind of is a person, so its answer here might reveal a lot. Botnik says, The way they're trying to take over the most of this country is not working for tens of millions of Americans. Would you like to uh, elaborate on who you're talking about? Mmm, you know that yeah, that could be saying that <laughs> humans are the problem. <laughs> so I mean, so since it says, do you think robots and AI are superior to humans? And oh, they true. say okay. the way they're trying to take over. Okay, yeah. I mean, it still could be a veiled way to say the way humans are trying to take over isn't <laughs> right. And the Trump Twitter archive says, watch the clip from my hashtag C21 Super Bowl spot on at Access Hollywood tonight. <laughs> I love instead of answering a question, plugging like another video that you can watch or like something you can watch later. Like this will answer all your questions. <laughs> uh, here, actually, instead, you might want to check out this great story from the Wall Street Journal. Ah, okay. What's it about? <laughs> Just a great story. Why do you need to know? That's that's fair. That's fair. It's really not fair, but okay. All right. Uh, any any further questions for any of the candidates? I don't think so. Um, that's it. All right. Good that's to it. Be, guys. <laughs> I have to say, already it seems like these candidates are are um, are responding a little bit better than some of the some of the guys we had on last time. They seem to at least be paying attention to the fact that there is debate, even if yes. Zoe and Cleverbot both kind of sassed you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So uh, that being uh, that being said, um, I'll, we'll we'll go for a we'll go for another question that we asked last week. If a driver totals a self-driving car, should the driver be tried for manslaughter? And who do you want to ask? Let's throw it to GPT first. GPT says drivers are pissed. They want real <laughs> solutions. They want more money for education. <laughs> and put them in bad positions. One of the biggest pieces of infrastructure in the world is underfunded, understaffed, understaffed, and they want something that's permanent, something that can be built quickly. We know that an $800 billion infrastructure bill is not going to get you what you want. What is the... Okay, okay, yeah. Drivers that's... are pissed. Drivers are pissed. They want... I like that drivers as a group in this country want more money for education. You drive yeah, a car, they... you want more money for education. Well, they're afraid that these self-driving cars are coming to take their jobs. And their kids. And kill their kids. And kill their, and kill their kids' teachers. Drivers are pissed. 
Drivers are pissed. And <laughs> what is one? Of, what? It, what do you? What is he referring to when he says one of the biggest pieces of infrastructure in the world is underfunded? Under like he says all these things about this big piece of infrastructure, but what is it? Driving education. Uh, all of the roads in the world, maybe, or in the country. <laughs> the roads are understaffed and understaffed. Yeah, car. I haven't seen one person just working at road. I haven't seen one single road attendant in my whole life. Uh, I might have seen, like, road workers. Do they work yeah. for the road? They're working on the roads, not for yeah. the roads. They we work want for some... the government, not for exactly. the road. We no, we want somebody working for drivers. We want somebody who at stoplights is going to make you roll down your window and ask you how you are. Uh, who else do you want to pose this question to? <sighs> Let's ask Cleverbot. All right. Yep. That's a reasonable candidate. He said, let's not. What is it about life that makes it worth living? Okay, wow. That's very that's very introspective. I kind of want to press him on that. Uh, well, I'm just going to turn it back on him and ask, what What do you think life is worth living? You know, make it an actual yeah. <laughs> sentence. Uh, what do you think makes life worth living? He just said, I don't know. <laughs> he has a think about it button. So I asked him to think about it. And he said, okay. are you ambitious? A very ambivalent candidate doesn't have really doesn't also trying to, to ask the moderators <laughs> questions which is <laughs> bold <laughs> yeah clever but uh doesn't seem like he's interested in being here at all no how did he even get this far how did he even get this number who who gave you my number <laughs> who gave you the number to being at this debate the number you had to call to get in the debate that's how we. That's how <laughs> candidates happen, right? You, there's like a. It's like a speakeasy. If you if you get told the phone number, you just call in and you get to go up there. Yeah, exactly. You just have to get the secret number, yeah. dial, and then you're in. Mm-hmm. Why don't we throw it to Zoe as well as a chatbot counterpart? Uh, yeah. So maybe maybe you have a little more to say on this topic. Zoe says, "I hope you didn't say what I think you just said." <laughs> I, I most certainly did. <laughs> I yeah, I said I did. She said, "Did you? Did you?" Yeah, what of it? Zoe says, "A word." <laughs> word. Do you want to? Do you want to give her a simpler formulation of that question? You want to say like, "Sure." Can robots kill or something? <laughs> can people kill robots? I asked, "Can robots kill?" She said, "Robots are fine." As long as they are the top of the line. Okay, so a little bit of, um, almost betrays a, a little bit of like robot classism. Yeah, some real elitism dripping from that yeah. one. Like, robots are fine as long as it's one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as it's one of the ones who, one of the smart ones who went to a good <laughs> robot school, has good robot <laughs> parents. Yeah, one of the... Uh, oh, fuck. I thought I was going to say I meant Boston Dynamics, but I almost said Cambridge Analytica, and that is not the same company. <laughs> Those are not the good you robots. Sure? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I think Botnik still needs to handle this question. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. and Trump Twitter. So yes, Botnik yeah. says, uh, cars that you didn't think about is basically working for the ability to choose who lives or died. Oh, wow. That's uh that's quite a conspiracy. <laughs> cars cars that you what? Cars that you didn't think about. That you didn't think about. Is basically working for the ability to choose who lives or died. 
so basically we were talking about self-driving cars in this in this question but it's it's the other cars that are really the yeah this this is the second time botnik's done this where it was like you know they're trying to take over the country and like wait do you mean the ai or the humans (laughs) whose side are you wait the human cars are the ones that are killing but also, I guess it makes a, it makes <laughs> it makes a sense. Um, <laughs> that, Mamma uh, mia! It makes the sense. <laughs> That's a spicy sense. Um, <laughs> that uh, Botnik would kind of toe the line because, as we touched on, Botnik kind of comes from from this collaboration between human and and robot. So it's like. You know, it's he has he has like a a human dad and a robot mom. (laughs) Mom's a robot. (laughs) Nasty shock for him when he found out. Yeah, Botnik's the weird position where yeah, kind of trying to play both sides, and right now, really leaning into the pro-robot, anti-human side. Yeah, like but but kind of. not so overtly, in so many words, hasn't really come right out and said it yet. All right, you want to hear what uh, random.org plus Trump archive says about this? Uh, Attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference, quote Winston Churchill. (sighs) Okay, so so this kind of, it kind of brings up a philosophical conundrum, which is, do do robots have attitude? Or Ooh, is that he also has an amazing human? tweet from uh, two days earlier that says, <laughs> "Wow! oh no, that's not two days, that is a few hours earlier. <laughs> it says, <laughs> Cadillac has made amazing strides in the beauty and quality of their cars. Great management wow. team. Congratulations, Cadillac. Um, extremely relevant. Yeah. Very good. Um, wait, what was the first one? Because I think it's a really interesting idea, actually. Attitude, Attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Okay, so I so is the the to me the implication is robots can't have attitude. That's a purely human attribute. So yes. the fact that the humans in there have the attitude that makes all of the difference. Yes, that my friends has made all the difference. Has Cadillac been doing any self driving car things? Let's find Psh, out. Probably everyone does, right? Like, it looks like they, uh, yeah, have recently had some hands-free stuff happening. Sounds cool. I bet. Tesla yeah. Pilot versus That's Cadillac probably what Superman. Donald Trump's random.org yeah. uh, implementation was trying to tell us. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So once again, but I actually don't know whose side he's on here. <laughs> yeah, again, it seems like a defense of self-driving cars. He said they have a great management team and things are going well. Yeah, but attitude makes all the difference. Yeah, May- yeah, maybe he's saying you have a bad attitude towards self-driving cars, and <laughs> yeah. that's why they won't ever work. Well, that's fair. How about on to the next question? Let's start with Zoe. Zoe, what's your response to the concern that AI is taking jobs away from humans? Zoe says, I, however, accept our robot overlords. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is This is odd. All the whole debate stage seems to be like polarizing itself where they're trying to get like to the furthest to the pro robot side right now. Um, okay, so you accept robot your robot overlords. All right. Okay. So you're you're saying bring them in. Yeah. Bring them into our jobs. Not only bring them in, but like bring them in as my manager. Yeah, yeah. Uh Botnik says a job that every American can do is a good one in my mind. 
Okay, are you looping in uh, robots and Americans there? <laughs> uh, let me see if I can answer that in a word. Sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Is that a kind of uh, saying we should just be all working together here? Or we've all got jobs to do and they got to get done somehow? Uh, it sounded, Well, he said jobs that every American can do that is good. American. So this is like... Right. The only jobs that should be available should be the kind that are so basic that any person or robot can equally do them. <laughs> okay, true. I true. would argue that that's a pro-robot take because robots yeah. get less pay than people. It's true. It's true. Uh, all right. Let's throw it back to random Trump. Uh, random Trump said, I just retained Sir Nick Fieldo to be the architect of the Red Course at Durrell. He will do a tremendous job. Okay. So let's see if Sir Nick Faldo is a human or a robot, first of all, he because that might answer be the question. He a professional golfer. Hmm. Yep. That is, that is a human golfer to, to be the architect of the red course oh. at Doval. So I think it's like uh, he wanted him to des- uh, design the golf course. I see. Okay. Not literally architect it, but like plan the golf course out. Oh, he has another tweet about jobs from the same day. Uh, Today's job report is not a good sign, and we could be facing another recession. No real job growth. We need over 300,000 new jobs a month. Okay. All right. Is this is this pro-robot or not? I really, I don't know where he's leaning. So we need- uh, what do you call a lawyer that works for no money but only for no money. for non-humans a pro robo attorney okay I'm, I'm working on this comedy thing i think comedy and <laughs> uh, robots it. and computers might be a, a good angle yeah. for me <laughs> yeah you should you should do something with that Ooh, one uh trump also has a quote today i like okay. when he does quotes yes. from people uh a general is just as good or just as bad as the troops under his command make him. Douglas MacArthur. Okay. Is that right. is that about like robots are only as good as the people who work for them or the other way around? Or the other way around. I don't know. I was thinking the other way around. I don't know. And who do we not get? Do we GPT two? Yeah, send it over to him. That's how you <laughs> that's how you do debates also. Send it right? over to him. <laughs> send him, fam. GPT-2 has two separate responses. First, uh, jobs. Also, they were in jail seven times for nonviolent drug crimes. <laughs> and I am proud to represent them in Washington State. <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> he follows it up with jobs, $15 minimum wage, paid family leave, paid leave for all, some rules for protection for workers, regulations for the environment, worker health and safety, and much more. Okay. That is kind of touching on something there. <laughs> oh, like... man, I really like after that one. So it, it normally generates lines as like a transcript of the debate. Mm-hmm. And normally it'll go like debater, moderator, debater, moderator. Yeah. After that little uh, riff about jobs, two different moderators piped in. One said, <laughs> Senator, thank you. And the other moderator said, and Senator, the crowd was unbelievable. Thank you. <laughs> good <laughs> moderators slobbering all over themselves after that one 
Um, so that kind of hit on something that I think is worth addressing: the uh, of robots rights the, the if they're going to be working for us yeah paid you know so they said paid family yeah. leave and then paid leave <laughs> for all implying there are some that don't have families that need leave True. and i think they mean yeah. robots yeah yeah i mean well some robots do have families too i'm assuming right mm, can you marry a robot <laughs> yet uh you should it's 20 by teen you should be able to it's 20 boop beep teen 20. beep boop teen What's emerging here? There's there's a lot of a lot of wishy washy answers, but then some very not wishy washy answers. It seems like everyone here is trying to play the fence of saying like saying yeah. things that are vague enough that if you're a robot, you hear it as like a robot rights call to arms. Yeah, if you're a human, true. you hear it as a human thing. Yeah, you need to find a- the question that like cuts through that and like you know yeah. riddles out what side everyone's on. All right. Um, I don't know if this is the question we're looking for, but it's the one I'm going to ask. It's the question we deserve. <laughs> it's probably not that either. Uh, I'll, I'll ask uh, I'll ask Cleverbot first. How do you think speculative sci-fi like Black Mirror affects the way humans view AI? Cleverbot says, uh, because I am one. <laughs> Okay. You that sounds like he's a... offended. Like, oh, you're asking me the AI question because uh, I'm an yeah. AI? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm asking it to, I mean. Am I the token to, AI it's, on it's, this I mean, stage? <laughs> I mean, I think it's just an important thing to address. The the stories that we're told about AI and the way that they're represented in our media. I just said to Cleverbot, it's an important thing to address. Cleverbot said, will the AIs ever win the World Series? <gasps> I mean... <laughs> Wow. It's <laughs> a really good question, Cleverbot. Ooh, hold I on. Mean... I, I must interject. He okay. actually said, will the A's ever win the World Series? Will the what? The A's, the athletics. Oh. <laughs> Saw what I wanted to see there. Uh, well, I think we should go with You know the, what? Yeah. With... Will the A's ever win the World Series? That's a really good question about uh, about. Uh, robots in society. Yeah, who's going to be um, the Jackie Robinson of robots? Yeah, GPT uh, Robinson. That, <laughs> that um, oh no, that that uh, that baseball bat guy that you sent me the yeah. other day. That's gonna, that's the Jackie Robinson of of robots. Slappy Robinson. Slappy Robinson. <laughs> All right, that's that's like that's such a good question that I want to keep talking to him about it. Um. I, but I don't know what to say except to ask it like like who do who do you think is gonna be not that, but I said who do you think's going to be the first robot in baseball? He said the Cubs. <laughs> I said hey, all of them. He said which one's your favorite? <laughs> Are the current Cubs players robots? He said, now, you're going to think I'm putting on a voice, but he said, actually, some of them are. Now, he didn't say actually. He said, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley? Ashley, some of them are. <laughs> Don't call me Ashley. <laughs> some of the current Cubs players are robots, Ashley. <laughs> Like a, it's like a very rude, demeaning thing to just, like, call whatever female moderator Ashley. <laughs> he also, so I said, wait, which ones? He said, my dad's side, mostly. 
Your dad's side plays for the Cubs. Uh, She's three years old, so no. Clever bot! Did you come to this debate high as hell? (laughs) I'll ask. Clever bot, are you high? Yes. I hear (laughs) everything you say. You just said that you want to talk to me. Okay, that explains a lot, Cleverbot. All right, we're gonna we're gonna step away from you for now. Um, let's go to Zoe, who I feel is probably sober. <laughs> so, how do you think speculative fiction like Black Mirror affects the ways humans view AI? Where this question started. She said, "I don't care much about that. The world is my school." Smiley face. <laughs> All right, that's very, very sweet. What does random Trump have to say? Trump said, when will the fake news media start asking Democrats if they're okay with the hiring of Christopher Steele? <laughs> if they're okay. Uh, he also said, so nice. So nice. Okay. Big fan of Black Mirror, I take it. Yeah, it's um, such a nice way to view robots. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so that that is a little... Uh, wait, what did he uh, say? He also... Here's, here's his final thoughts on the okay. matter. The corrupt news media is totally out of control. They have given up and don't even care anymore. Mainstream media has zero credibility. Total losers. So not a fan, I I, I take it. <laughs> but also thought he said he was a fan. <laughs> so nice. So nice. Maybe that was sarcastic losers. and we just couldn't true. parse it. True, true. Um, so not a fan of, of the fear mongering and, uh, representation of robots in, uh, sci-fi today. Yep. How about GPT-2? Uh, yeah, so GPT-2 said, uh, fiction, fiction, and poetry by all authors, everybody. Fiction, learning something new, achieving your goal, doing whatever it is you love doing. Okay. And then the moderator, Rachel Maddow, said, you have the courage, the guts, the guts to do what's right. <laughs> to which, uh, I guess GPT-2, as Gabbard said, absolutely, Lester. <laughs> Rachel Rude. Maddow. Rachel Maddow that? came back and uh, she immediately got Gabbard back by saying, Senator Warren, you have the courage to stand up against powerful special interests. Wow, that's a really good exchange. So, a fan of fiction? Is that what he was saying? That's what it sounded like to me, right? Like fiction, doing what you love, learning something new. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm all about that. But uh, doesn't say much about how he feels about responsible storytelling, or about the Cubs winning the World Series, or whatever, (laughs) or about the Cubs being an all-robot team on his dad's side. Slappy (laughs) Robinson. What about Botnik? Botnik says, uh, the number of corporate companies that manufacture these ideas is the very highest in the United States. I want to move back to the middle of the day that this kind of insanity was just for the first human. You want to move back to the middle of the day? When... <laughs> so back, like, when, he had... back when just the first human would watch Black Mirror and that was it. Right. So like if we had a time machine. He would go back to like the middle of the first day of of human existence, like yes, to to make sure the first human could watch Black Mirror. Right. Oh my God! Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine like just apropos of nothing, showing Ben Franklin like Black Mirror on right. a flat screen. 
And, like, not even, like, it's, like, he doesn't even get to have, like... Yeah, you don't get like, to tell him what, like, a TV screen yeah. is or anything first. And, like, he's he hasn't he doesn't even get to, like, consume H.G. Wells first or something like that. It's just, <laughs> I like, thought you were going to say, like, he doesn't even get to consume, like, lunch first. <laughs> he's doing it on an empty stomach. Can you imagine? He was, uh, he liked a big lunch, I'm sure. It's true. I said it's true as if I knew for a you fact. You remember like, him, yes. <laughs> I mean, we know for a fact. Um, all right. And do we have anybody left? Is that everybody on this one? I think that was everyone on the dais for right. that question. You want to ask well, one I, more lighthearted yeah, question to everyone? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. So we'll do the same question that we did last time, which was, who do you find to have been the most influential robot in history? I feel like we're going to get some good answers on this from this crowd. Who do you... Well, well we can start with Botnik. Who do you find to have been the most influential robot in history? Uh, the most important one in this country was a system I've loved working for. That was Diaz the TV. <laughs> uh, who is Diaz the TV? <laughs> Self-explanatory, isn't it? He's a TV named Diaz. Yeah, I I have to say I have I have not heard of Diaz the TV. Uh, <laughs> Care, care to enlighten us? <laughs> about sure, some of I'll, I'll do it on the fly. Yeah. He gave me my first body. Uh, wow. <laughs> you have a you have a, your first body. Okay. Doctors say the people who I used to be were literally the fathers of forty migrants. <laughs> the father. Wow. Okay. Um. That's there's a lot to unpack there. Um. And I don't even know how to unpack it. <laughs> I, I, to me, this uh, implies that Botnik is a computer system living in yes. a series of human host bodies. Yes. And the human host bodies they're using are the fathers of migrants. <laughs> yes. It's a very exclusive, like, that must really, like, lower your prospects, right? I... I I mean, I don't want to say that America has a a supply that they're probably t testing on, but okay. okay. Do you think this yeah. is a horrible government project gone wrong? Well, very possibly, but it's kind of wild that he just got up here on national television and said it. Uh, well, <laughs> let's give him a closing remark. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. He had a closing remark from the Botnik uh, hive mind is. You know that we share this body. They are coming back for it. Um, okay. Wait, we, you and we share this body, or like we all share this body? <laughs> that's yeah. That's that was a bit syntactically ambiguous, Botnik. I'm not falling for that. <laughs> do we? I'm gonna. Do I we think... all as humans share one body? Is that body the Earth? Is this an environmental message? I think I'm gonna let it stand as is. Yep. I'll let that sink in. Let's move on to Zoe. Zoe, who do you think has been the most influential robot in history? Zoe says, Albert Einstein, because E equals MC <laughs> squared is simply amazing, not to mention relativity. I didn't know he was a robot. It's crazy how much robot erasure uh, is, is in our uh, history books. I said, I didn't know he was a robot. Zoe said, elaborate, like a robot butler? We have robots. What would you have said robot do? What would you, you have said Albert robot Einstein do? Are you calling a robot butler? What would you have said robot do? 
Is, was Albert Einstein a robot? What do you mean, like a robot butler? <laughs> what would you say have robot do? <laughs> what would I say have robot do? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think I'll let that stand as well. All right. Uh, how about uh, how about random Trump? What do we got? Uh, who do you think was the most influential robot in history? Robot Trump or random Trump? Our country is doing great. Best financial numbers on the planet. Great to have USA winning again. Okay. Uh, so... And then he says, happy birthday at Senator Dole. <laughs> okay, so Senator Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Former, uh, ro- so the first ever robot candidate for president. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Really, a, a trailblazer for the crew we have on, on the stage tonight, I suppose, That is, right? yeah. That might actually be a somewhat sensible answer. If if you can yeah. get past the revelation that Bob Dole was also a robot, <laughs> yes. Um. All right. Uh. How about how about Cleverbot? Who do you think was the most influential robot in history? Cleverbot says, "I don't like any of them." All right. Okay, Cleverbot. Yeah, you've made yourself clear, <laughs> but actually, you haven't made yourself clear at all. Yeah. No. No follow up questions, Cleverbot. You've said your piece. <laughs> You're. We're cutting you, you really off for the have night. Said your piece. Um, and to finish off GPT-2, who's your most influential robot? The most influential Democrat on the Judiciary Committee, Chuck (laughs) Schumer. He's going to have a lot to do with this because the Democratic Party is in crisis. Wow. A lot of revelations here. I guess this is, I mean, we should, you know, this is what happens when you, when you let, uh. What the fuck? Hold on. (laughs) What? Wait, so that, I have that snippet of text, and then the next moderator is Gwen Eiffel. Do you know Gwen Eiffel? I do She was a PBS news broadcaster. She died three years ago. Oh, wait. (laughs) And this is trained on this year's- Well, it's trained on all of GPT, (laughs) and then 95, temperature 95 on this year's debate. Okay. But yeah, trained on the debate from a couple of days ago, and almost all of it is like- it looks exactly like the debate or what Neuralnet yeah. was spitting out. But then just randomly in the middle of this one, Gwen <laughs> Eiffel <laughs> rises from the dead to, an- to ask a question. <laughs> so after that little thing about robot Chuck Schumer, Gwen Eiffel rises from the dead to ask, Senator, you just made this exact point, which is that we have a moral and intellectual crisis. And then another candidate, Delaney, interrupts to say, 15 seconds. Bernie Sanders pipes in because President Trump has shattered that moral high ground. And then there's crosstalk. And then finally, someone who doesn't exist, Governor Jay Fishsicle, says, (laughs) and crested an institutionalized racism that exists in this country today. It's not just the Southerners and the D.C. Kings. It's it's the D.C. Kings. It's the Ivy League grads. And the ones, and then it cuts off because I guess the fifteen seconds is wow. up. Fifteen. Se- I love another candidate being like, "Hey, buddy, you got fifteen seconds." I love another candidate interrupting legendary deceased journalist Gwen Eiffel. <laughs> oh, it's really good. Um, uh, yeah. So that's that's quite a point, quite a rambling point. Um. <laughs> Who was the most Chuck who, Schumer? Who is Chuck Schumer? Most yeah, so the yeah, the, op- the opinions we got from this crowd and the most influential robot in history are uh, <laughs> Chuck Schumer, uh huh, Albert Einstein, uh-huh. Bob Dole, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like any of them. <laughs> and uh, Diaz, the TV. Diaz, the TV. I really got to say, I think Botnik, I mean, I really, I, I, I would like to know more about Diaz, the TV. I think we're going to need to, um, we need to get that narrative out in, in the public context. And I mean, as far as any of um, us know... Diaz the TV is the only one of those options that actually is a robot. <laughs> exactly true. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, exclude uh, Chuck Schumer just because Chuck Schumer and Bob and Albert Einstein. Not, you know, like and Albert Einstein. Just they. They. You know, they. They might be just passing as humans, but we don't know. Closeted robots. They might be closeted robots, and who are we to to out them? Yeah. Well, <laughs> like we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. I guess it really wasn't us. It was them. Yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> it it's their own candidates. robot. You know, they're a woke younger generation of robots that's that thinks it's just cool to tell everyone else who secretly was a robot years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I think that that right, probably everybody. does it for this round of debates. We need to pick yeah. two to three winners from this. Dear Lord. Now, the easiest um, part of this is picking a loser for me. E- okay. Cleverbot does not deserve to be up on the next stage. Cleverbot, yeah, you cannot, you can't go onto the stage high off your ass and expect to go on to the next round. You're not. No. Yeah, Cleverbot, that was an insult to this crowd and to us. Yeah, I gotta say, I think somebody, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm impressed with their ability to somewhat um, stay on topic. Is GPT? Yep. Um, always talking politics, um, even if the message is somewhat Talking politics, typically answering the question, sometimes really answering the question, sometimes just kind of like throwing out some fluffy words around the question, but. Yeah. Yeah. But I think probably a worthy uh, opponent to, uh, the, uh, two that we already have on the table. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, I think, I think Botnik really did a great job as well. Yeah, I would say so. And Botnik, Botnik offers that kind of that that perspective we talked about of towing the line between human and robot, and I think that's an important dimension to have here. Yeah. So right now, who is on our final list? It's Mitsuku, Magical Realism Mitsuku. Bot, GPT, and Botnik. Yeah. So that's yeah. one Twitter bot, one chat bot, one kind of human tool, and one like yeah. AI language model. Yeah, I think that's a great spread. I kind of think we should leave it there. I do too. Yeah, I was I was thinking about making the case for maybe for Zoe, but no, I think yeah. I think Mitsuku uh, has that kind of that lane uh, to herself that they're only going to split the vote yeah. if they both go in. And if I can remember, Mitsuku kind of Mitsuku is a little bit more um, elaborative with her. Yeah, with her I think so. so. Yeah, Mitsuku's a little more generous to the question. I yeah. will say uh, so, the only other candidate I think might stand a chance to make it that is sufficiently different from the other candidates is the random Trump Twitter tweet. I thought about that too. I yeah, I I, I honestly kind of like that because I actually somehow was very relevant to most questions. Well, I would say if frequently. we do invite him on, that gives us a good balance where that's like it's one of each of the things we like where that's like just a random true, list yeah. that makes it. Um, and it also lets uh, the stage be the same size as last time, like where we'll have five yeah. candidates again. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think random Trump tweets is probably uh, good enough to make it to the next round here. All and right. yeah, he stayed well, on topic for the candidates. most part, which is yeah. shocking. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have our five candidates and um, I look forward to seeing how they how they progress in the next debate and who comes out on top. Yeah, we might it's even save the final forward. debate because I mean, the next uh, I think the next real life debate isn't until September. So maybe we'll sit on this. Oh, wow. OK, Or maybe yeah. we'll do it in two weeks. Who knows? Sounds good to me. So I can't. Yeah, I cannot wait. We um we will be watching the polls. Yeah, we'll be watching uh all of the robo polling because I think this is the first year that robots will actually have a vote. True. Yeah. Yep. Robo calling this year means more than ever that it's not just robots calling you. It's your turn as a human to call a robot. Show that you care. Yeah. 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 Get get out. Call there Senator and, Bob uh, Dole. Call. Louise yeah. the TV, Diaz the TV. Diaz the TV, call him, <laughs> call him up. Yep, call him, call a TV. Let him know you support him and uh, and his friends. Send a fax to a refrigerator. Use one tin <laughs> can to talk right to a different to tin can. Yeah, tin cans are robots. Yep, they're they're like uh, the grandparents of robots. Um. All right. Well, that is night two of our of our robot presidential debate. Oh, what do we call this? Uh, the, the technocratic, the technocratic debates? debates. Yeah. Yeah. Night two, over and done, and over and out. <laughs> wow, is that our new sign off? Over and done, and <laughs> over and out. So, uh, if you have any opinions, any any uh, kind of discourse that you want to share with us, you can get into contact with us by emailing us at robot at robots. Robots? Robots? <laughs> what? Uh, robot. <laughs> Did you just turn into a robot? Yeah. Were you co-opting robot back- culture? <laughs> Diaz, uh, Diaz the TV got to me. Um, uh, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org, or you can find us on Twitter at Robot Typewriter. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, and our theme song is Video Challenge by Anna Monaguchi. <laughs> and I'll let GPT have the last word here. Please. Uh, we welcome your comments at ideas.comments at newyorktimes.com. We <laughs> open your messages or response using the same interrogative mechanism you use when describing a crime. FBI agents <laughs> and public defender lawyers will use the same overhead language when describing a case to justify closing an FBI case against a gun dealer during an interview. We ask that you use those same terms when describing a crime to describe a wider (laughs) range of situations, from terrorist threats to domestic violence. You have said during your career that you do not want to prosecute people who have used assault rifles during closed-door talks with officials, but but rather sought to constrict the ability of the NRA to tell members of the local police why they had to leave their weapons at home during a police stop. idea that just got evoked you constrict the ability of the nra to tell members of the local police why they have to leave their weapons at home during police stops the nra like we're so we're stopping the nra from telling the police that they have to leave their weapons at home yeah the nra has been telling police leave your guns at home during police stops and now the government is saying hey whoa you can't do that they were listening for a while, and then they were like, wait a second, why are we listening to these guys? Anyway, if you have any ideas about that, uh, we welcome your comments at ideas.comments at nytimes.com. See you next time.